0: Welcome back, mighty Vandals to Tubbs at the Club, the Idaho Vandals affiliate on the Big Sky Podcast Network. I am your host, Dallas Hammer. Joined today, not by co-host Brian Marceau, but instead by producer, seducer, co-hoster, Martin Heemstra.
1: It is good to be back on a show. It has been a couple. It's I know it was just it was the Brian, it was the Martin and Marceau show last week. Now it's time for the Hammer and Heemstra amateur hour show for yeah,
0: buddy. National Signing Day, number one, that is. This is, I believe, the early period. Martin, correct me if I'm wrong. You are our recruiting expert. But before we get into that, this is Around the Bar brought to us by Hughes River Expedition. If you're looking for a great, all-inclusive, week-long vacation, do not look past your backyard. Hughes River Expeditions has been vandaloned and operated since 1976, and they are ready to take you on the vacation of a lifetime. Enjoy a multi-day trip down the middle fork of the salmon, the main salmon river of no return. The Salmon River River Canyon. The Salmon River Canyon. Sorry, Colin. God damn. Or the Selway, Too many syllables for me tonight. Check out special trips like one to see the Perseid meteor shower. You could camp on pristine beaches, run amazing whitewater, hike scenic trails, spot wildlife, soak in beautiful natural hot springs, and fish some of the most remote stretches of river in the entire United States. Just bring your clothes. Let HRE handle the rest. Grab a paddle. Catch dinner and ride the bull all throughout the Gem State. Call him now at 800-262-1882, or check him out at HughesRiver.com. Or you could probably hang out in the comment sections of one of these Tubs of the Club live shows at some point. You're probably going to see Colin Hughes in there. Hit him up. He'll hook you up. Martin, let's get into it. National Signing Day, Idaho signing almost 40 players today. Where are we going to start?
1: Uh, first we're gonna start off with a Mr. Malachi Railton Stewart, six three, six five. Sorry, defensive end out of Brisbane, Australia, going a little international for this first one here. With uh, with him here is probably the perfect size you want as a defensive end coming in, and I think he's he's as that Jason X said in his press conference later today. He didn't play in 2020 this past season it was more of he finished up school beforehand that was just kind of doing camps coming to came to the United States looking for a scholarship offer Only had two between uh, Idaho and Kent State and he chose Idaho and he is now going to be coming joining the Vandals up in January I believe to uh come play spring ball and I am he is I I think he was the first Vandal to commit this first kid that committed out of this class so far and I am couldn't be excited more to have him as a vandal
0: so again for any of our audio listeners uh if you haven't listened to a recruiting episode in the past i highly recommend you watch these on youtube as we put the 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 huddle film of the kids up so we at least as we're talking about them you can actually kind of see like some other high school plays and get a little bit of uh, of extra information from from what martin and i are giving you um I'm really excited about this kid. Uh, Just seeing the tape, this is the first time I've seen his tape, to be completely honest. Um, Martin and I split the recruiting, so I watched half half of the players that I was going to be presenting on screen. This is the first time I'm watching this. I've just had no time today. The kid is big, and he's fast. And when Idaho, I mean, obviously the front seven, uh, a lot of guys graduated this year, getting in a a defensive end that, again, right now is listed at 6'5", 260 as a freshman. You got to think that kid could end up 300 pounds in a in the Idaho weight room. Exactly what you want to
1: see on the defensive line. Yep. Let's go back to the next one. This next one, I know the turf looks ugly. Ugly on this next one. It was the most recent tape I could get on him. Next one up is a uh, Ethan Beard out of Meridian, Idaho. He's a linebacker uh, in high school. He played a. Uh, He's more playing safety which kind of that more that camp just sounds like it might be more of that cam chancellor kind of safety linebacker role out of him this year. Again, this was another guy that came to Idaho camp and earned a scholarship there. And I think committed not that long after a camp. He is, he is another is kind of a theme so far of uh, getting defensive guys. And it sounds like he, with this size, it probably won't see the field right away and probably go to the weight room with coach Heim and, uh, Rinzel in there, but I think it'll. He is the per, he is going to be the perfect fit for that Orange defense in the future.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, looking at him, so again, his his tape here. He was playing safety. He's listed at six three one eighty, so that's probably why he's going to play linebacker. And Martin, it, it ex- explains exactly why you're thinking, hey, let's get the kid in the weight room. He's probably not going to see the field at least to start. You'd think. If he's playing linebacker in a 6'3", he's got a big frame. He's just wiry. You pack some muscle on that guy, he's, he could be your middle linebacker for the next four years if he you know bulks up, I'm assuming in a redshirt year. Uh, but he's flying all over on the tape, uh, which, again, a lot of times you see guys that are safeties end up playing linebacker in college or vice versa. They move from linebacker to safety depending on just their, their size of their frame. So I'm assuming what X sees in this guy is the athleticism there, flying all over the field. If you stick him in at linebacker, bulk him up a little bit, that guy is going to be wrecking the run game for years.
1: And Moving on to our next one is Peyton Gunter out of uh, Nampa, Idaho. He's going to play defensive defensive line for Idaho. I know on the screen right now it's showing DN tight end quarterback and punter. I don't think he's going to play either of those outside of defensive line. As X said in the presser right now, he's. I believe he said he's up to 245, which he's – Gotten a lot bigger. He's a he is a b- big dude for big dude as like height wise compared to some of these highlights you're seeing on screen right now for YouTube. And uh, he's another one of like I've kind of it seems like I'm kind of resp- repeating myself right now, but just he's playing these. Uh, he's another kid that came to and I came to camp, and I think he just is another great guy to have. He's another another I he's a uh, second Idaho guy I have. Many we are gonna see in this class.
0: Well, Andy's one of eight different kids recruited on the defensive line. Now, not all of those guys are gonna stay there. Um, it, inevitably, some of these guys will transfer and and hardly play. Um, I know that Martin and I have done this recruiting episode before, and I've talked all about that guy's a man among boys, he's gonna be incredible, and then he never ends up playing here and he transfers else. Uh, that kind of thing is gonna happen. Not all these guys are gonna end up probably being here for their entire careers some of them might move to offensive line. Some of them might move to linebacker, but it seems to be a theme to me, Martin. There are a lot of defensive linemen and they're all big guys. They're all really big guys. This dude is huge for, I, I know he's playing in Idaho. So it's not like, and again, no shots, no shots intended here at anybody with, with high school aged kids in Idaho, but there's not a whole lot of like mountainous, like future NFL players in Idaho. It's just not something that happens. So we, you do see a lot of the the guys that are going to be playing college football. They're usually a head and shoulders above the rest of the the team, but this kid just stands out. He's
1: huge. Oh yeah. He's like, it's definitely one of those standout guys. When I saw him, I was like, Oh, that's going to, I, I hate to jump ahead of myself, but he's a one that hopefully to look out for, I think in the, in the coming seasons, I think next up, we have a Zach Penner out of Eagle, Idaho. Freshman offensive line doesn't they on the list that I'm going off of right now, it didn't really list a position for them. It just says offensive line. But from the tape he has, he's been playing kind of tackle, kind of playing both tackle positions, I said at least from the stuff I've seen. Six four, two seventy-five is kind of fitting that build of what Jason Eck wants in offensive lineman. And he was putting out on a his hashtag this morning, he was doing two oh eight hogs, which I am a huge fan of that kind of those kind of hashtags, I think I would put that on shirts and I would buy up every single one of them. Jason, he's one of those roads. Like I was, I kind of, I don't want to say fell in love with the tape, but I, I'm i a sucker for watching offensive lineman tape and it, it, I have enjoyed watching every single play of him just pushing dudes around.
0: Well, again, this being the first time I've seen his tape, he is absolutely just moving kids around like it's nothing. Uh, it does look like he's been playing both left and right tackle. There he is, just on a, on a run to the outside. He pulls from the right tackle to the left and just absolutely laid out that. I think it was a linebacker, but whatever that kid was, he he met the turf almost immediately. Martin, seven offensive line commits. I'm assuming, uh, and I might be bearing the lead here because I had a couple of them to review myself. I'm assuming we're going to see a lot of this. Huge kids. The 208 Hogs is phenomenal. I hope they put that on shirts. But. He's six four and two seventy five as a freshman. Like that, that's a huge kid to put on the offensive oh, yeah. line. Again, I think we've been talking about it all season. The the weakness for Idaho was the trenches. You wanted to see more development there, bigger bodies there, just getting more more guys in there. Great start here with Zach Penner.
1: Oh yeah, and another thing is, I I think as X said, he doesn't. I don't. It sounds like he didn't want to have another Aiden Kanapik kind of thing where you're having to play true freshman right away. And I'm not. I'm not going to jump to any conclusions based off what I've made. Another fast shows, like it's it's one of those where, in a pinch, I think he could probably play right away. But if Jason can do what he wants and redshirt these guys, I think Idaho will be set for the future. Like this is two oh eight hogs will be flying forever.
0: Well, I want to point out Tom Kendall saying he's been super stoked on Twitter about going to Idaho. That's I love like I love that like the local kid going to Idaho. Maybe not his dream school, but like. The guy's getting fired up to be vandals. Like that feels like that has been missing for a while. And it's nice to see that excitement kind of hitting the program. Uh, And then Colin Hughes, I just want to shout that out. If you're a lineman in Idaho and you see Kanapa get freshman All American, you know, it's like you want to play in Idaho. Like I am excited to see what's going to happen with this offensive line over the next few years. Because again, anybody watching the FCS playoffs right now can probably see North Dakota State, South Dakota State. They're the ones in the title yet again. Why? Because they have bigger and deeper trenches than anybody else
1: oh yeah that is exactly what Eck said it was a lot of well hammered home kind of towards the end but it was a lot of as like taylor cash has put out in her hashtag only tubs he kind of Ek pointed out like this is a lot of development and a lot of potential guys and you can watching their tape you can see the potential they have and it's on the coaches to use their development that sold them on the coming to idaho to bring them up to the future exactly now moving on to our next guy, Layton, Layton v- Vinning, Vining, offensive lineman, 6'2", 270 out of Peoria, Arizona. Getting that really hammering home that uh, the uh, Arizona pipeline that we developed over the years. He's a uh, kind of it is a he's a little on the smaller side at only six two two seventy. So it sounded like he might be might be a more of a center, kind of a pulling center, is what it sounded like. That that'd be kind of cool. I never did that as a high school. It's he. Definitely, he can. For being an offensive lineman, he is a quick dude. When he is pulling, he can just fly around the tape. And this is a might be leading on to something else. Damn it uh, it <laughs> it's more it's he it's another offensive lineman. They needed the depth, and he is really. This is another one of those guys that kind of committed early in the process, and he's been all in with Idaho.
0: Well, he looked like a heck of an athlete. The the, the highlights there are only 35 seconds of tape in, in the, the film that we had there, but uh, he looks athletic as as hell. Uh, looked like he played a little bit of guard there too, so maybe not going to end up being center at Idaho. But again, I don't think Logan Floyd came to Idaho planning on being the center his senior year. It's just you kind of move those offensive line guys around to find the best mixture of not only their just talent levels, but also how they communicate with each other, how well they mesh together. Looks like a guy that could play on the interior just across all three of those positions and, and be pretty good at it athletically. He's got footwork. It's crazy watching this guy move around. Mm-hmm. Crewhead 76, good leverage at 6'2. Absolutely. He doesn't play like he's 6'2. He looks like he's 5'8 out there. Just absolutely just moving guys around just because he's he's just got he's got the angle on it. It's Martin. I know it's signing day, and I know you're supposed to be excited, but like I see this. And I'm like, okay, Idaho's gonna keep building here. <laughs>
1: Speaking of building, they did also build the uh Suaro Pipe. I've been told by family members that live in Arizona, it is not Seguro, it is Suaro. Suaro high school building that one is um, I'm gonna put this last name. If not, watch the video multiple times. Deontay six 6'6 defensive end out of 66240 defensive end out of Chandler, Arizona. He he's a big dude. He's another he's maybe a little light on like the size-wise for weight-wise for a defensive lineman but uh he is a i he's just a big dude and i think he's gonna fit well with the kind of the malachi williams defensive end role type of guys and i i don't want to project him to be that type of guy but he definitely has that ability in him i think
0: it looks like he's more of an interior uh more of a tackle kind of guy six six two forty i'm assuming again that's He's probably gonna get a lot bigger in a college weight room. But just he is a man among boys on this tape. This is insane. The the play where he's getting blocked and he just pushes the lineman out of the way with one arm and then tackles the running back with the other arm. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. I like I again I come from southern Idaho and I, I think a lot of people are from Southern Idaho. Not a whole lot of college talent produced in jerome twin falls area so i didn't see a whole lot of this kind of stuff in in high school this is insane like i'm honestly shocked that this kid's going to idaho i see this just the things he's doing on this tape it feels like he should be a group five or even power five this this is this is an athlete
1: oh yeah it's he's definitely one of those where i'm like i am very excited to see for the future Next one is another another surprise surprise. <laughs> another offensive lineman out of out of Idaho, Keegan Henson, 6'5", 265. Uh, he's been – he was one of those where I was kind of hoping he'd commit right away when I saw he got an offer. He's been a – he – I think if I'm right, he's the one that has listed like he can play every position on the offensive line in his Twitter bio, which if you – that means you are – real I, I take it as being really good at at being an offensive lineman i it means you can plug and play right away now maybe they'll probably find him a position once he gets to idaho but he's one of those another one of those guys that was uh playing he was kind of didn't commit till later in the process but you could tell he was always interacting with the coaches tweets the the social media stuff they post He was always sharing it and posting it it just is it is great to have another 208 hog who is from idaho
0: (laughs) well the the just watching his tape in the run game he's obviously just bullying people he just pushed over the defensive tackle without even trying just put an arm on his shoulder and his back and knocked him completely clean over in the passing game his technique looks pretty good kept his arms nice and nice and inside just pushing the guy around kept a great pocket there man i am really excited as we've talked about the offensive line and maybe that maybe not the struggles but not being the necessarily the strongest part of the team seeing again you you obviously you want a kid to dominate in high school but seeing all of these kids just dominating on tape i know that's what it's supposed to do but sure makes you feel good when you see the size that these kids are coming in with as true freshmen
1: oh yeah it is good to see and i hopefully with what Haim has what is the coach Rinzel and Haim have both done at South Dakota with they what they developed i very comfortable with the future. They are going to develop them in the way that they want. And it'll be the first full year with both the strength and conditioning people being here for a full year. So it is going mm-hmm. to be, I think we're going to start seeing the fruits of their labor labor really soon.
0: Well, and as uh crew head 76 says in the chat plays nasty. I like it. Crewhead, I I'm assuming that's not going to be the last time you're going to say that and it's not going to be the last time I'm going to say it. A lot of these kids look like they play angry and angry football is good football.
1: Oh yeah. To a point, don't want to be getting stupid well, flags, but yeah. <laughs> Next one up is our first uh transfer portal guy, which is I think a transfer portal guy. He uh his name is Trey Thomas. That was loud. Uh Trey Thomas, linebacker out of South of burnsville minnesota but came to us from uh came to what uh, came to idaho i should say from uh south dakota where his position coach is are now rob orich are now a uh, defensive coordinator so i think that was kind of a nice quick get for idaho to get kind of get that uh it'll be just a one year one year one year for him at idaho but uh definitely was a position of need and i think a good guy to get if you're going to get somebody out of the portal for a one-year kind of plug and play he is a originally when i first saw he got offered i saw his size and i was like that's a db and i went back and looked him up he was a 6-1 linebacker and i think he's kind of that kind of going to play that mervin kenyon role kind of up in the box quick guy he is gonna he will fit right into the idaho what idaho wants to play on defense and came from the, the second one of the top conferences in the in the fcs so i think he'll be he'll fit right in with the energy that the defense needs at idaho
0: Exactly. And again, the the familiarity with Rob Orich, I mean, I'm assuming he was recruited by Orich to South Dakota. Uh, I don't know enough about their recruiting process, but he was Thomas's position coach there. I would assume Orich has an idea for this guy. Obviously, uh, front seven lost a lot of guys this year. Feels like Trey Thomas is the kind of guy that's going to step in and play immediately and contribute really well immediately. Kind of like a, you know, like a Walla or Giuliano Falanico, where they just came in and immediately, day one, proved that they were starters, leaders on the defense. Looks like that's what we're going to get here. Unfortunate that it is just for a year. But again, there's there's more linebacker recruits in this class. Thomas seems like kind of the stopgap to help help kind of bring that room to where it needs to be while some of these recruits get a little bit older.
1: Exactly. And moving on to another linebacker this time out of uh Nora quarterline Idaho, Zach Johnson linebacker. He's a uh, 6'3", 2'10", and I should probably hit play on these highlights. He's uh, very much a... I was kind of another one of those ones. I, when you start... When I was starting to do the recruiting tracker, I tried not to get too emotionally attached to certain players of like, oh, I want this guy. Oh, I want that guy kind of thing. Because then it, kind of, it can to me it leads to disappointment and i don't want to have myself that way he played tight end and linebacker at lake Lake city high school and i think and they announced him as a linebacker and he definitely fits the build of that he can run like that he can run like that he's kind of i'll not say maybe he can play that caden ellis role of linebacker tight end but he is definitely a he's an all-around athlete i know he we he was one of those that I think his other offer was out of was Montana and I'm happy. And he committed, I think the day after Idaho beat Montana at Idaho, he is definitely, a. I think another good get to kind of build that Idaho high school pipeline up North.
0: Absolutely. So most of his tape for anybody that's, that is choosing to listen to this audio wise and not with the tape, uh, the first half of, of Johnson's tape was as a tight end and he's got pretty good ball skills. Uh, seems to be a decent enough route runner too. uh, Honestly could probably play tight end in a pinch if needed but we're going to get to that as as we go throughout the rest of this this show but uh then of course the very first play that he's outside linebacker he just he blows past the block in half of a second and gets to the quarterback exactly what you want to see on tape the kid is just bullying everybody else on the field
1: yeah but it is as a wax party pants by burner account kind of likes to say big bullies in the big sky <laughs> Next, next one is a. Uh, this one I this one I'm not gonna lie took me a little bit to get used to just because of our new with our with how our quarterback situation is. Idaho did sign a quarterback this class, his name is Jack Wagner out of uh Oregon, which I think is near Lake Oswego. I think I can't remember the exact area. Quarterback 6'4180. He is he's an athlete, he can run as your if you're watching the highlights on screen right now. This is from his junior year. He, he, he's a dude, he, can, he is athletic as so all get out and can run the ball. I think being, I don't think we're going to see him right away being as, Giovanni is the guy at Idaho, as Jason X said in our past episode. But he is definitely one of those guys where maybe in a year or two, if he's not seen the field as a quarterback, you might be able to get him at, like he said, DB or maybe a wide receiver if, if we need the spot there. He is, he's an athlete, I think.
0: He might even be able to play safety if if he needed to in a pinch. I know Quinn Ashley was a high school quarterback and then played safety here in the in the years. Um, w- Wagner, a lot of his tape is is him running around. Um, looks to be much, very much in the the McCoy mold of use the legs as uh, as your advantage. Uh, he is very quick. Not a ton of tape throwing the ball. There's a couple to start, but a lot of it is just showing how quick he is running absolutely around the f- the field. But uh, as Nate Mink says in the chat he would be he would need to be incredible to beat geo anytime soon and, and then jack lane uh again nothing against jack wagner but the the quarterback room ha- does have a you know jerry rice award winner in it uh tough to probably get any playing time there in the next few years but it might be i mean athletically he's obviously got it i just don't know what his path is oh, yeah. to playing time as a quarterback
1: Oh yeah, and maybe Eck is into those mind game joke things. Where, as I've been showing the highlights of ten seconds ago, he played at Portland State's high. It plays Portland State Stadium, so <laughs> maybe as like a little mind game, he starts that game just because he knows the high school, he knows the stadium, and can play. And he's played well there. And That's uh, a, one of you the, see on the uh, screen now, he just had a beat just had a pick six interception. The dude can the make plays right. He, the he's dude's a baller. Playmaker.
0: Dude, dude is absolutely a playmaker. I do want to shout out Tom Kendall throwing in the stats here for the, uh, Tom, you're going to serve as the, the tub stats department tonight, uh, junior year, all league honors as a safety led, uh, whatever the high school, I don't even want to attempt to pronounce that to the state championship game. He did throw 2,800 yards, 29 touchdowns, unanimous all league quarterback to lead the team to the Oregon six, a semi-finals. So quarterback room is stacked at Idaho, the, but getting again getting more guys that have succeeded at the position and obviously are athletic enough to survive at this level can't complain about that
1: oh yeah it just goes to show like how they the quality of guys they are getting to is just something to something to keep an eye on next is a i don't say a guy that i'm excited about but you can tell this is a uh this is a uh Thomas Ford, like, recruit all, like, through and through. Yes, he is a running back, but he is a, he played at a, he played for, he was part of the FSP, I don't want to say it's select team, but he played for a Ford Sports Performance, which is another, I think, kind of club workout. I don't know the exact team, what you, what you call them, but like, he played for them. He has the connection there. He is a, he is a mover and he is just a kind of in the highlights that I've watched, kind of reminds me of the, uh, another anthony woods which is a great thing to have here idaho he is like this running back room is loaded and i think they just got another another great baller
0: if three different uh, running back recruits at least at the moment listed as running back recruits um carlos Matheny here holy crap uh this guy looks like he uh, and I uh, the crew had 76 actually saying the same thing. Slot receiver with a bunch of exclamation points. Looks like it, he he's the kind of kid that uh, looks like his hands are decent enough. He he just looks like he needs to be on the field. Get him get him the ball in space. Uh absolutely electric. You know, one of the smaller sized running backs, 5'11, 205. I'm assuming he's probably not going to get a whole lot taller, maybe a little bit bigger muscular wise, but I'm assuming that's going to be about his playing size. Absolutely electric on the field. These these again. Oh, yeah. If you're listening to this, please go back and watch he's, watch this on YouTube. This kid is yeah,
1: fast. He's good. And if you recognize the offense that he ran at Tumwater, it was a wing T offense and played the this is going to really show how much I know about a wing T offense. Played that two back format. Played the two back in that, which is a like kind of the fullback, the guy back running back the lines up right behind the quarterback and is just getting handoff after handoff. This dude is going to be. I have not watched a lot of Tumwater games, but like if he's playing that position, that dude is. you have to be a tough sob to play that position? And he can, and he is. I hopefully can pull it all out because I think he's got. Like I'm saying this, but like he's. I think he's going to be a. He's going to be a good one for the future.
0: Again, Tom Candle, the Tub Stats Department tonight, jumping in 34 58 yards, 52 touchdowns in his years at Tumwater High School. So, putting up almost 3,500 yards is a. Pretty goddamn impressive number, Martin.
1: Oh, yeah. Next one is, uh, I'm not even going to pronounce that hyphen, Emerson Cortez. He is a 6'2 wide receiver out of uh, Salinas, California, coached by uh, a former Vandal, I want to say Z. He has DM'd us in the past. He is a – his his high school coach is a – Coach Zank. He played he played at Idaho, his offensive lineman at Idaho, back when they beat – back when they beat Boise State. He is a this dude is quick. He is uh he is a fast dude. His uh I know Idaho did offer his uh his teammate as well and the zeal hunter, I wanna remember the exact name. But he ended up going to Cal. So I think it was kind of a product of like what having watched his highlights, he is definitely he's a playmaker. He can play. He has the ability he probably could have gotten group of five offers to himself, but kind of not getting as much production going, having his teammate be a Pac-12 caliber player. It is your stuff's going to, the stuff's going to be limited, but he is definitely a wide receiver that will be in, be in the mix in the future, kind of in that Jordan Dwyer mix and role.
0: You can tell that, uh, you can tell that the defense is definitely focused on the other receiver, Uh but uh Cortez menjavar I hope that's how it's it's it, Emerson Cortez family I'm sorry if that's not how that's pronounced I I took a guess and I I feel regret immediately six two so he's he's a big body uh and he's he's getting past everybody he's he looks like he's at, athletic as hell it looks like the defense at least in some of these clips are, are kind of staying away from him focused on the other side of the field and and he's absolutely making them pay so it's it's always tough to recruit a kid like that when you have to determine like how much of this is him, how much is the game plan being this kid's got to be the kid to beat us. But, I mean, you make the most of your opportunities. And, again, Tom Kendall, 900 yards receiving, 12 touchdowns on offense, five interceptions on defense, won the PCAL championship uh, in California. Very excited about this. Sometimes those kids that don't have this great high school production just because of the team that they've been on, sometimes be, those end up being the, like the best kids because now they've got their opportunity to, to, to break through at a different university. So really, really excited to see what he's going to do.
1: Oh, yeah. And then my my final guy, his name is... Uh, that's weird. That should be happening. Uh, Andrew Marshall. He is an ad read, I know. Terrible producer seducing right now. He is a... Uh free time free money from them pay us uh his name uh, <laughs> defensive back six one defense six foot one buck 65 out of eastville california i know uh yeah i i i've been a big fan of big cornerbacks having watched legion of boom play for many years in seattle he is definitely a he is definitely one for the future i know stanley freaks was kind of talk talked him up a lot i had the I can't remember the exact quote, but I know like the tweet they put out when they announced him it was like, "Big Sky quarterbacks beware! This guy, beware! This guy. He is he is a playmaker, and he was he is definitely could be one of those guys in the future where you get a where you shut down the uh, where he kind of shuts down the other side. And like he like you're watching right now. Like I haven't watched every single highlight of these team, but like he ran down a player down the field to get like his cause had 76 saying, like, closing speed. He is a quick cornerback, and he is, I think, one that is going to be a good one for the future.
0: Well, like you said, the size is nice to, to have a a, a corner 6'1". That, that helps a lot. But then he's, athletically, he's absolutely faster than every single person he's been up against. His reaction time is extraordinary. Definitely looks like, I, I can understand, if you're saying the coaches are very high on this kid, I understand, obviously they are, because they offered him a scholarship, but... This definitely, looking at this kid, looks... I mean, and I, I, I got to be careful here because we talked a lot about Zamaje Duncan and thinking he was going to step in and play immediately at Idaho, but Andrew Marshall looks like the kind of kid that maybe doesn't play immediately but ends up taking over that Marcus Harris role as this is the guy that's going to lock down the best best kid over there.
1: Oh, yeah, and it's, it, and it's... Watching all this tape, you can definitely see where they're talking about with this, with the... With the potential and development stuff, these are all like, as everybody's saying, like develop. They're easily coachable. It doesn't seem like there's any problems with any of these guys. They are all definitely coachable kids with the with the, with the guy for the potential.
0: Exactly, and that's that's so nice to have. Um, it's obviously been a long time since the achy years, but for those that remember the dark 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 days, the end of the Patrino, or excuse me, the end of the achy tenure into the beginning of the Petrino tenure was filled with a lot of the the guys that were going to Idaho because that was the only G5 school they could get into and obviously the academic probation Idaho went into it's fantastic to see that hey a lot of these kids are honor roll kids we need that good GPA Jason Hayes don't sleep on the GPA we need it absolutely correct having smart kids uh is a I mean great to just have smart kids on the field but Knowing that the program is in a good space and the guys are coming here to get degrees, graduate, move on. Yeah. Some of them are going to try to play pro football. A lot of them aren't going to, it's great to see that Hey, guys are coming here because it's the best thing for the future and not because it's their only option. So Martin, that takes us to about the halfway point. That takes us through everything of your players. Do you have anything else you wanted to, to speak about before we transition over?
1: Nope. Well, uh, let's, I got nothing else to say about these guys right now.
0: So, if you're, again, if you are watching live on YouTube or later on YouTube, as long as you're not listening to this, you can see this beautiful cutout King Spud that was made for us by Nick Davis. Again, we've shown you guys this a couple different times in the past. Martin's got the I logo up in the video screen as well. I want to show off something that that (laughs) means a whole lot to me personally. Uh, It was a Christmas gift from my wife that she gave me early. Um, It is another Nick Davis creation. It is a Los Angeles Rams sign. And I know that nobody here cares about this, but I care about this a lot because obviously the Rams mean a lot to me. It means something that my wife picked up this gift for me, but Nick Davis is a 49ers fan. So if Nick Davis was willing to make an LA Ram sign, because let me be real, Nick, I love you. I know Collins, I think Collins, a 49ers fan too. I love both of you guys. I don't know if I love you enough to like ever make something 49ers for you. So thank you first off, but that also just shows like how quality your shit is, man. Like this is a fucking awesome. Uh, but B, like you, you made this for me. Like my wife just like reached out to you and said, Hey, I'd like a cool Christmas gift. And and this is what happened. So if you have like, if you have, it's a little bit late now for Christmas, but maybe if you need to apologize for screwing up your Christmas gifts, reach out to Nick Davis, see what he can do for you. Obviously, he's got the Tubbs stuff that, you know, we get a little bit of kickback for that, obviously, because you we know, we we had the we have the rights to this image. But Nick made me this awesome uh, L.A. Ram sign. Obviously, you can see kind of in the background. I've got my eye vandals. I've got the Grumpy Joe he just sent me. Martin's got a ton of stuff. Nick makes some of the coolest stuff out there. If you're interested in it, reach out to him. Crewhead 76, Nick Davis, make a dome sign. I would love to see that. Nick, if you're listening. Let's get that going. Let's let's make something with the dome, dome sweet dome, baby. All right, Martin. The second half of the recruits, starting with tight end James White. He's a Lewiston kid. I think a lot of people know about him. Uh, oh, that's really loud in my ears. Let me mute that. So I'm going to start this play over on the right hand side. You can see there's James White goes up, high points that ball. He's big, he's fast, he's strong, he's almost always open. He's 6'4, 225. And just watching this tape, like he is exactly what you want to see at a t- out of the tight end position. He's He gets open on again, it's t- it's tape, so obviously it's going to be plays of him playing well, but it, it seems like he's always open. The defense is always staring at him, like they they know the ball's going to go to him. He still gets the ball anyway, but then when he's blocking, He's it almost seems like he enjoys it. If you end up watching through we're probably not going to get far enough into the tape to see the blocking, but when he's blocking, his footwork is great and it seems like he enjoys it because the kids look pissed when they when he knocks somebody over or he's blocking the the defender, defender just looks pissed that he had to deal with that. Absolutely what you want to see about the tight ends. Uh, It's the second tight end commitment that we've talked about, and it's not going to be the last, which probably means at some point we need to talk about, hey, Connor Whitney was was awesome. Like The tight end position at Idaho has historically been pretty solid. There's a bunch of tight ends here. I'm wondering if that means this offense is going to start using tight ends a little bit more. Tom Kendall thrown in. White totaled seven touchdowns on the year, rushing and receiving, powered loose into the highest scoring offense in Idaho 5A. Very excited to see James White make just the short trek up from Lewiston to Moscow. Any thoughts on James White, Martin?
1: Uh, the only thing I can, the only thing I kind of say if it kind of goes against like him being a tight end, he kind of in his the patch catching stuff that he has so far, he kind of reminds me of another Hayden Hatton, which is scary to think about in the sense because I know Hayden came in as a tight end, Mm -hmm. ended up not playing tight end, he plus he played wide receiver, but he. Definitely like watching the tape. He has the hate he has that kind of Hayden Hatton special ability to him. If he so chooses to, if he stays at a tight end,
0: mm-hmm. depends. I mean, it depends on what they what they do, and especially in an era where it seems like it's kind of positionalist football, where sometimes guys line up in different spots. You, I could absolutely see James White lining up as a receiver. He's obviously got the size. Looks like he's got the speed. Looks like we could see him all over the field. And again, with Chance Bogan last year and then, uh, again, three tight end re- recruits this year, really interested to see what Idaho's going to be doing with that in the in the near future. That takes us to another Idaho kid. This is offensive lineman Alex Green from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh, played at Lake City. He is an absolute mauler in the run game. Just watch, watch here. You saw him get highlighted there. He just completely bullied that kid. He ended up falling over and just turned him like just completely crumpled him, crumpled him in half. Massive frame, the kid's 6'5 260. He looks pretty good in his pass pro. There's less film of that. It's mostly just him in the run game just attacking people, staying very dedicated to the block and just knocking guys over on every single play.
1: Oh yeah, I know when it, this was another one like it he does what you want in offensive lineman playing tackle. I know uh when Eck was talking about him in this presser this year time, he was high on him as being like, he kind of viewed him as the one of the top f- offensive linemen in the state, which is a good thing to get another, another bring that to 208 hogs. So I kind of started that up again. It is definitely, he, he could be a long time starter. He has that right nastiness in him to finish blockers and knock people on their ass as we're going to a big sky and title
0: tom kendall comparing him to jerry kramer a two-team all-league selection at lake city who also stepped in as the backup place kicker tom thank you so much for continually making martin and i seem smarter than we are i appreciate it at least making me seem smarter than i am i, I appreciate that martin's already the expert here i don't know a damn thing next player defensive back hayden john from Anacortas, washington 6 190 He's coming in as a defensive back. He's got some tape as a receiver, but Martin, the first thing that sticks out to me is this kid is a ball hawk. First play here, lining up here in the in the safety position, kind of the, the third, uh, the middle safety of the sort of three almost lined up in there, just a the weird gold line skin. Picks that ball off, reads that play to absolute perfection, and then obviously just completely houses it. This guy has incredible instincts. Watching through the, the tape that I, I did, He plays receiver too. He's got really good ball skills. Um, Looks like he's probably, again, probably going to be defender, primarily defender at at Idaho. But again, when you are either a good receiver or a spectacular safety, obviously you're going to pick what you're spectacular at to play in in college. Watching him fly around in the defense, he feels like he's going to be kind of that Swiss Army knife. Uh, Idaho likes to play that 4 2 5. He might be that nickel that kind of serves as the third safety sometimes, serves as the nickel corner, comes in on the blitz occasionally. Looks like this guy could do everything all over this field.
1: Oh, yeah. And maybe in the future, he bulks up a little bit and kind of gets that outside. Then he kind of plays that outside linebacker spot. He is a quick, he like watched his highlights of the announcement. It is, he is an athletic dude. And I can't wait to see him like in fall camp next year.
0: Absolutely. Could not agree more. This takes us to one of the best names on the, the team this year. Deshaun Buchanan, nicknamed Day Day. I don't know where Day Day came from, but I got to say, I absolutely love Day Day. Sweet nickname. Uh, again, Tom Kendall, the Tub stats department. Hayden John, all team uh, first team, all conference defensive back and wide receiver. Had 1,100 receiving yards and led the team in touchdowns as a senior. So again, got a bunch of guys that just were were hugely productive in high school. Uh, back over here to Day Day Buchanan, watching his senior season highlight tape. The the explosion is a nice touch because he absolutely exploded out of that hole. Runs past everybody, absolute lightning. Hits that hole like it honestly like it's about to close. But the big thing here. I love this play. This is my favorite play, I think, of anybody that I've seen tape so far. Watch watch him let this play develop. Decides, oh, nope, not going to go there. Going to kick it all the way outside. Gets past everybody. Uh, Obviously, just skip past that first quote-unquote hole completely because he realized it wasn't going anywhere he wanted it to. Love the vision there. Love the footwork. Guys just seem to miss him like crazy. Again, here's that play from another angle. Just lets the defense run into the blockers, gets to the outside, he's gone absolutely love it
1: no oh, i love it. he is a he is like as tom is saying open state championship he did a, like he is a baller he scored three times in their state title game i don't want to camera if it was on espn or not but he definitely showed up in the big time stage and i'm not gonna lie when i saw he was making all those plays and like got all that stuff i was kind of worried we're we gonna lose him because of the last second decommitment? but i am I am very happy to get someone like th- a, a playmaker like him at Idaho because it just goes to show like what I, the coaching staff, has and just how how very talented this running back room is at Idaho now. It is yeah. scary.
0: Yeah, I'm starting to feel a little concerned that there's not enough ball for as much talent as – I mean, not to say anything about the current guys in the room. I think that Idaho's running back room has been very solid to spectacular for for quite a long time. But this guy, one hundred and ninety nine yards and three touchdowns, and MVP honors in the state championship game, thank you again, Tom. But watching him, like he's putting guys on ice skates. They're just sliding around everywhere. Like this doesn't feel like a kid that should be playing at Idaho. This feels like honestly, I hate to say this. This feels like this kid could be the like the replacement for George Holani at Boise State. That's and I hate to say that, but it feels like he should be absolutely in one of the better group of five schools much less playing in the FCS. Very happy he's here. Very happy he's here. But the the talent here, oh, my goodness. This kid is electric. Anything oh, yeah. else, Martin?
1: Uh, nothing else to add about him.
0: All right. This one is going to be one of our more recent recruits. Uh, just committing uh, this month, I believe. Uh, Mark Hamper out of Westland, Oregon. Uh, I'm expecting... Tom Kendall going to throw in a whole bunch of notes for us, I'm sure, on this one. Uh, Nate Mink saying, fighting words. I know, I know, I hated having to bring up the junior college, but that kid, did, he didn't look like he was. He belonged here. He looked like he would have been way elsewhere. Anyways, back to Mark Hamper. Man, he's slippery. You look at him, there he goes, absolutely hurtling that defender there. Again, slipping past a bunch of guys, somehow finding his way almost to the end zone, got down to the 10-yard line there. You see him here line up in the slot absolutely slip past that linebacker like it's nothing, blows past a couple defenders in the secondary, and then there he goes down to the end zone. It doesn't seem to have quite the speed he needs to get, you know, be the the Deshaun Jackson deep burner getting past everybody, but he's very good at finding the hole in the defense and making him pay, Martin.
1: Oh, yeah, this was uh, one of those that I'm not going to lie was a little... uh, I want to say a little, like wasn't like think it wasn't on my radar but like he well and truly was not like when you watch his tape and you kind of see who else was going after him you don't you wouldn't think oh why would he choose idaho but he's he's a playmaker and there's you can't say any i know it's kind of you can say i've kind of said that about a lot of the people on this team but the dude is he's a He's a baller. And like he's like I'm kind of just rattling off of the other offers he had. He had offers from Sacramento State, Air Force, and Portland State. He's kind of that typical for kind of an atypical like big sky receive playmaker. And we got him at Idaho.
0: So I, I hate to make this comparison because this comparison gets used a lot easily just because of skin color. <laughs> he looks like young Cooper Cup to me. He does not have the burner speed that that would shred every second every secondary in the country, but he seems to just be open. He, it doesn't matter what route he runs, doesn't matter where he's at on the field. It seems like he gets open, and that's that's what I see. Of, you know, that was what Cooper Cup did at Eastern for years, and obviously he's doing the NFL. I'm not saying that Mark Hamper is going to be a Super Bowl MVP someday, but he looks like. What Cooper Cup looked like at Eastern, where it was just if you if you watch the guy, he's gonna get open at some point in the route, just throw it to him when he's gonna be open and he's gonna make a huge play for you. Tom Candle throwing in 71 catches, 1434 yards, 21 touchdowns. Westland went 10 and 1 and won the 6A state championship in Oregon. Very excited to see this. Captain 58 began to say when Eck and Booth have the O line developed, we're gonna see these running backs put up PR strong numbers. That's kind of what I'm thinking captain it might be again James Woods obviously was incredible this year it might be him Eck has called him a Pierre Strong like player but then you see all these kids that just keep coming in like are are they going to stick to a bell cow or is each guy going to get five carries a game like what are they going to end up doing here because there is there is a ton of talent that looks like it's coming into this team all right let's get back to the big sexies this is this is the stuff I love talking about Mateus McLean coming to us from Priest River, Idaho. Let's just let's just put this tape on because this kid, this kid is electric. I've said that a lot, but this is man, I love watching big defensive ends just absolutely blow up offensive plays. Like that, that was that's just mean. There he is. You can see him 89. They've got the arrows to him. Just look at him absolutely blow this play up in the backfield. There, there's nothing you can do about this. He's got all the size you want. He's six four, two twenty. He's obviously explosive off the line. He's got a ton of speed. He hits like a truck. He's exactly what I want in a defensive end, Martin.
1: Oh yeah, no, he is. When he first committed, I was like, oh, that is, I am happy to get him because he is, he, he, he's what you want defensive line defensive lineman, and I think a couple years and he'll be perfect. He'll be the perfect Big Sky player. And I got another another I North Idaho kid to have come to Idaho. I think that it is good to see.
0: Yeah, twelve kids from Idaho, twelve kids from Washington in this class. So really nice to see. And again, nothing against the the Paul Petrino recruiting the the South. Like we were in the Sun Belt. Like that made sense. You're recruiting a bunch of kids that are like looking to play against those schools and have their parents like be able to see them when they you know, they travel down to South Alabama. But it, it is really nice to see the like the focus on the Pacific Northwest kids, and it looks like. Talent has been uncovered. I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know enough about the rankings and three stars and two stars and how all that works. Some kids are great and they're no stars. Some kids are five stars and they end up being not that great. And it's all, it's all about your media buzz. I don't know what this kid was, but this kid's a football player, and that's what matters. This this kid gets me giddy. I cannot wait to see him running around terrorizing quarterbacks at Northern Colorado and hopefully Montana very soon. That takes us to Drew Faulkner. Drew Faulkner, defensive back from Anaheim, California, 5'10, 175. Let's pull up his tape here. You'll notice a lot of the tape here is as a receiver, which is always a good sign. Developing that those ball skills, what happens to receivers that can't catch? They play corner. It's it's it is very similar. Obviously, the technique is completely different, but it, it is very similar. You're looking for the same attributes. Faulkner is one of the fastest kids on the field and he's tenacious in his efforts to get to the end zone a couple of these plays here you're going to see he he gets the ball and it just it seems like he just fights he fights for every single inch of that field and that's what you can't complain about that I mean this is the play right here he drags those defenders into the end zone reaches out to get over the goal line obviously was well into the end zone and didn't need to maybe reach out as much as he did but Love seeing the kid being again. He looks like he's the fastest kid on the field on every single play. He's an athletic freak. Cannot wait to see this kid in the secondary.
1: Oh yeah, no, he is. I I hate using the buzzwords that recruit. (laughs) They all use, but the the dude, the kid is is really good. He like kind of looking over and kind of talking about it. I know other you know when they list other offers, sometimes they get pulled. Had Cal Poly, Arizona State, Arizona, San Diego State. The dude, the kid had has the talent to get those, get the looks from those kind of the higher level schools, and to get someone like that at Idaho is is great to see.
0: So uh, again, it's just getting some of those Tom Kendall stats in here. So Mateus McLean uh, had three top ten finishes in the state track and field championship in 2022: third in the discus, sixth in shot punt, uh, shot punt, shot put. Excuse me. That would be an interesting one. That would hurt. Uh, and 10th in the 100-meter dash. So he's obviously an athletic freak because he can, in the strength-based things, the discus and shot put, he's finished 3rd and 6th. And then he was 10th in the 100-meter dash. Absolutely electric athlete. Then you come back to Drew Faulkner, back-to-back Orange League MVP, 1749 all-purpose yards and 9 touchdowns. Again, just bringing in a ton of guys that were so productive uh, everywhere they they went, it seemed. Mason mini. Tight end, Pacifica, California, 6'4", 210. This is one of the most intriguing players to me, Martin, in the entire recruiting class because, as you'll notice, it says quarterback and tight end. All of this tape I watched is him as a quarterback. Now, he athletically is a freak, decent with the arm, but you see him catch that ball, and then he just just rolls down the field. Those guys weren't going to tackle him. It took three guys to end up pushing him over. All I see, Martin and I, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. All I see here are trick plays. That is everything I see. If he's coming in here to play tight end in a room where there's three guys already recruited at the tight end position, you had Chance Bogan last year. You have
1: a, a, a game. Other, like, yeah, it's a lot of tight ends in this class, but it's yeah. like, as the, we've seen, like Jason Eck does like to run those trick plays and it is. Mm-hmm. He, I, I, don't want to get ahead of myself, but the tape is very much leading, leading to that kind of potential, and it is it is nice to see those kind of playmakers come to Idaho.
0: Again, not a whole lot of tape as a tight end, but he's certainly athletic enough. You see him jumping over guys. The arm is pretty good. It's mostly he's his footwork, and then there he goes, just completely running that DB over. Man, even if he ends up as the, the fourth tight end and he just gets used on trick plays, this is exactly what I want to see out of a guy that's going to be in, you know, ek, ek known for the trick plays. We didn't see a ton of it at Idaho last year. Really, really hoping that we're going to see a little bit more of that, maybe with uh, some very intriguing tight end throws. Uh, Nate Mink saying multiple skill set guys. Like That's that's the kind of thing that it looks like every single one of these guys is is good at not just one thing, but good at a bunch of things. Obviously, you have some of the the more targeted, like you see in, uh, the running backs, like, like Day Day Buchanan. Obviously, the home run hitting running back. But then you have guys like Mason Minnie that he was 55 for 95, 100, uh, excuse me, 1,043 passing yards on the rear. Year ran the ball 64 times for 538.
1: I don't, I don't, I hate to jump in on this just like that. But the dig on the highlight that just happened on YouTube, the dude just ran a quarterback sneak and just plowed through everybody and like got to like got into the end zone. Like he's, he's, he's good.
0: Yeah, he's gonna be, he's gonna be special. I think, I think a lot of these guys are gonna be special again. I hope they're all gonna be special at Idaho. A lot of them, maybe not a lot of them, but again, we're probably gonna see guys leave. It just happens. Don't, don't tread them when it happens. Like guys move on. It, it, they're kids. They're trying to do the best thing for themselves. I get it, but very excited to see what Mason Minnie's going to do. Here we go to the best name of the, the night Dallas offalava Uh, no, I'm not biased at all in that. Uh, I just think that's a sweet name. Um, probably a really cool guy too. Um, defensive lineman. He's six two, two fifty five. 255 Let me mute that. That's blowing up in my ears. The guy's got a fantastic swim move. If you watch this, just he just blows past offensive linemen, just get the get the arms moving, and, and boom, he's in there like crazy. He gets off that block with insane speed. He seems to be very instinctual. He just seems to be in the right place at the right time all the time, and obviously it's tape, but as you get into this, it seems like every single thing he does is a game-changing play. He's blowing people up behind the line of scrimmage well before the line of scrimmage. He's blocking field goal kicks in a little bit. The kid is everywhere, Martin. I know we have eight defensive linemen commits right now, but got to be really he, impressed with the tape here.
1: Oh yeah, no, it kind of. I to me, I hate, I don't like making comparisons a lot of times, but he kind of like what he's doing, and I know it's against high school talent, so take it with a grain of salt. But he is kind of making those Aaron Donald esque plays of just mm-hmm. getting past offensive linemen and breaking up and getting blowing up plays like the. And it's it's. It is really good to see.
0: No, I, I'm very, very thrilled to see what's going to happen here. This, this, this just feels like this is the, this is that next stepping stone of, of Idaho really becoming the bullies that we all want them to be the commitment to the lines here. And just the the athleticism of these guys, the athleticism plus the size of these guys is insane. Dallas off from Tom Kendall. He twice earned all league first team honors on the defensive line and once earned first team all league offensive line. So just a guy that knows how to play in the trenches. Again, we might we might see some of these guys get moved to the other side of the ball, uh, but we're you know right now defensively he looks like he's fantastic. Uh, Tom Kendall also saying offalava was a big part of Rainier Beach going from also ran to championship contender in some of the toughest league in Washington. So very good to see that. Next up, another JUCO guy. Cam Stevens, this might be the one I'm the most the player that I'm most excited about, mainly because he's a JUCO guy. You know he's probably gonna play right away. Watching him on tape here, he's very physical, he's very athletic. He's I mean, watch him just hang with that receiver just didn't look like he was even trying. It was just like eh, just another day at the office hanging out in this guy's pocket. Very physical, too, which is which is great. You want to see that from a, especially a guy that's coming in as a, he's going to be a junior. So he's only going to have two years here, uh, assuming he's here for two full years. Uh, Very physical again. Looks again, Martin, I've been burned on this in the past. Um, and he looks like he should be starting against right right opposite Marcus Harris immediately. I mean, maybe a guy oh, like yeah. Ormani Arnold or one of the one of the existing guys takes that step and, and grabs that other second corner spot. But it honestly, it looks like Cam Stevens could come in here and play immediately tomorrow.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's good to have those kind of players come in and play right away. I know before he was at the JUCO, he was a he came, was at Nevada for a year or some semester. I don't know the exact thing, but I know he was at. He was out. He did play in he was at Nevada for a little bit during the 2020 COVID year. But he was a I'm excited to have him. And it's good to have more DB depth. It was like if he if he can play right away, that is good to have in the big sky.
0: That takes us to Julian Lee. He is the final lineman that we are going to talk about, at least of the uh the guys that were scholarship players. Julian Lee out of Lacey Washington. Just just check out this tape, guys. Again, if you're listening to this in audio form, you should be watching this, not listening to it. Just watch what this kid does. Again, uh, pointing out he's 6'5", 260 here doing this. Just whoop, slips right through. Obviously, he went unblocked, but slips right through, gets right to the quarterback. Here's yet another play. Blows up the thing immediately. Absolutely an athletic freak looks like I mean so he's getting off the edge really well he's pressuring from a bunch bunch of different angles he's coming at it from again both sides I've he ends up playing on both sides if you look at this he's not necessarily dedicated left or right end but he looks to me like he might even be able to move inside he's again 6'5 260 you get that kid in a college weight room maybe he ends up at 6'5 280 285 if you're like if you're really trying to bulk him up maybe he becomes an interior pass rusher you, you know kind of that Again, Aaron Donald. One of the things that he's succeeds so well at is because he is providing pressure from the interior. Not a lot of tackles do that. It's mostly the run stop. If this guy could move into an move inside, Jason. Uh, excuse me, Nate Mink saying he looks like an NFL player. This guy does look like an NFL player. He's, I mean, he's got the size. He's 6'5", 260. Depending on what they want to do with him, if he they move him inside, kick him outside, make him a you know, outside linebacker, DB, or excuse me, D end hybrid hand up, hand down, Rich rushing the passer. The kid looks like he's got the frame to succeed at whatever they want him to do.
1: Oh, yeah. And I know when he was in, this was another, like, I, this is another one of those, like, the connections that Thomas Ford has, like, it paid off here. Like, he, another FSP product, he came, another player who kind of, I think, is that kind of pointed out in his presser, like, Idaho kind of is lucky in the sense that there aren't a whole lot of other G5 schools to kind of swoop in and get some of these guys. So they Mm -hmm. come to Idaho and play and he kind of rattled off some of the other offers he had, which I'm assuming kind of dried up. He had a offer from UCLA, Arizona, Montana, Montana state, Eastern Washington and top five Portland state. He, he can play. And I know the other presser note that he mentioned they. I know he's gonna. They, we're gonna have him at defensive line, but Eck did mention he might be looking at offensive line at the next le- at call at pro. But he's he has the size to pretty much play wherever he really wants to. And like I am very excited to have someone like him at Idaho.
0: I mean, you know, going back in the way back machine, Jesse Davis played defensive line here and has been an offensive lineman in the NFL for about ten years. So it, it is absolutely <laughs> possible. This guy is just, this guy is insane. Nate Meek saying this dude is legit. Tom Kendall pointing out he had 63 tackles, 18 for loss, and 11 and a half sacks. He also had 15 carries for four touchdowns and 92 yards, 13 catches for 186 yards and a touchdown. The kid just can do everything. Uh, Maybe he can even throw the ball. Maybe he can kick the ball. Maybe punt. He can do just about everything else. Martin, that takes us down to our last two recruits. The... Second to last recruit is Art Williams, running back from Meridian, Idaho, 6'2, 205. Somebody that I think a lot of a lot of Vandal folks are are, are stoked on him because he, he he's kind of that that almost that Nick Romano, that running back from the Boise area. He's big, he's physical, doesn't have necessarily the top, the highest top end speed. A lot of his tape here is defense too, but yeah. he seems to make when he's running the ball, he seems to make the, the first tackler seems to miss every single time. And then he's he just seems like he's an all around athlete that can do everything. You see him here playing linebacker, just stopping the run very well. Seems like a good a kid that's good to have on the team. If he is end if he does end up in the running back room, end up on the defensive side of the ball, wherever he ends up, looks like he's going to be a contributor in any phase of the game.
1: Oh yeah, and I think he I forget who pointed it out, but he could be one of those kind of slot receiver kind of guys that plays might do kind of that running back wider like like you mentioned the Nick Romano type he definitely has the ability to play wherever and with how stacked our running back room is he might be one of those guys that plays yes he is listed as a running back but might play linebacker safety or another position on the field cuz i think he's he's showing in his tape that he can play he's can play wherever and that is a good thing to have on defense and just as a side note it is nice to have kind of building that rocky mountain high school is it Rocky, Rocky Mountain, yeah, Rocky Mountain High School, like just building that pipeline and getting those local Idaho schools to kind of to build off of.
0: So, Tom Candle jumping in, Williams ran for 1130 yards a senior year, 51 career touchdowns, first team all conference at running back and linebacker in the state 5A quarterfinal. He had 143 yards and a touchdown in the semis. He had 130 yards and two touchdowns. He was first team all Idaho 5A by the Idaho Statesman. Uh, crew 76 saying put him in at safety completely agree would love to see him at safety looks like he'd take a couple kids heads off not that we want you know massive brain injuries but it's it's fun to see a huge tackle and it seems like he's the kind of guy that would be delivering those hits speaking of delivering hits last but not least we saved this person for last specifically for Jason and Christy Mayer or maybe somebody that might be related to Jason and Christy Mayer It is the one, the only recruit from Brookings, South Dakota, Jackson Eck. Guys, he immediately stands out on tape. Now, I know that we have some issues here with coaches playing their kids. I know that that's still a sore spot, at least for one of the two people currently talking into a microphone. This is not that situation. This is absolutely not that situation. Eck, you can see him again flying around all over the field here. He's the guy making the tackles. He's a great tackler. He's got a great nose for the ball. He's athletic enough to to recover immediately. He took, you know, he thought the play was going one way and immediately recovers, gets back over there and stops that for a minimal gain. He is not Mason, guys. I I, I, I don't think he's going to end up playing quarterback. That's for sure. He's not going to get moved from the linebacking room to quarterback like Mason did. He looks like he belongs at the FCS level as a linebacker. Again, he had an, an offer from Incarnate Word, who, again, top four uh, or final four team in the FCS. Uh, again, Tom Kendall jumping in. His name South Dakota Elite 45 while giving Brookings its second consecutive district championship and its second straight playoff appearance. Two-time All-State honoree with 266 career tackles, 51 tackles for loss, had 136 tackles his senior year. Martin, he feels like the, the kind of guy that just he steps in to fill the, you know, the Ellis, the Walker, the Favai Favai. It feels like he's just the next line, next in the line of Idaho linebackers that that could be all conference like guys.
1: Oh, yeah. And I, I am excited to see. I know uh, our uh, resident Eastern Washington fan, Patrick Furks has said in the chat, like he's watched his tape and he is a, a dude and he is a good player to have. And I think he is that prototypical linebacker that you want on mm-hmm. a team. Oh, no, no update about his eligibility
0: yet. Unfortunately for the Meyer family, but uh, excuse the mayor family, but um, Martin, that does it for all of the guys that have been offered scholarships. Again, you might notice that was not all 40 players we just don't have the time to go through all or 39 I guess we don't have the time to go through all 39 I mean, look, martin, we're
1: almost we're almost at an hour 10 minutes already just talking about the 26 that were like I appreciate that are scholarships
0: exactly and unfortunately we are doing our best to keep you away from veggies but we can't keep you away from veggies for too much longer martin do you have any walk-ons that you wanted to to quickly highlight in a little bit of time that we do yeah, have
1: life? I the the first two that I do kind of want to at least highlight is uh first one was a uh, Wyatt Gordon, say uh, He's listed as he's a safety, and I he's listed as a safety. He's a uh, he was one of those, and I was kind of like excited to see come like say come to Idaho, like get that offer from Idaho, because he like cause you're watching. It, he's a playmate. He just goes to the ball and will make the make the tackle. He was a listed as I think a linebacker in Kyle in high school, but his size at five eleven, I don't. You think that might happen unless you're really really good he showed like I thought I thought he was a I thought he was an offer just I uh, watching his highlights but when I announced in the press or he chose Idaho he had other offers to big Sky schools and chose to walk on at Idaho which I think is just goes to show what what I in one year almost I think it's almost one year to the day. Is just he is like what goes to show, like what I, I can company have been able to build and develop at Idaho. The other one, like I have to go another local, another walk on is a Braden, Braden Rice, uh, wide receiver, wide receiver on another Lewiston high school product. He's, a uh, it, it's another again, he's dad played here at Idaho, and I think is another cool thing to see. I know it's kind of a, it's, I think just another, it's great to have legacy vandals coming back to Idaho and having the family kind of rebuild this things and just another, another good local playmaker to come to Idaho.
0: Well, something I noticed and this is, I, I noticed it about rice, but um I've noticed it with a couple different kids and I wanted to speak about it just as a whole, a lot of these kids have returned kicks. We've seen four or five different players so far that have been kick returners. So even the guys that are like the walk-ons like rice here that, uh, you know, again, walk-on doesn't necessarily mean anything guys. Uh, the kid could have a scholarship by the end of the, honestly, by the end of the year, something could change and there could be a scholarship available could be, you know, halfway through his freshman year, could end up on a scholarship could end up on a scholarship just over the summer and have a scholarship, the whole, whole ride. The walk-on kids are going to get a shot. And especially when you see a a guy like this, just running all over the field and being the local kid from Lewiston, you got to root for that, uh, Martin, I just, I'm very, very excited about this class. Um, it's, it's interesting. Again, 39 is a, is a lot. It's a lot of players to be bringing in. And I know that you know, we, we've had some transfers out. I would expect to see just again. There's going to be probably a, a pretty consistent trickle of transfers just because of how easy it is now to just go into the portal, try to find yourself a better opportunity. Oh but, yeah, Martin, I'm, I am very, very happy with. with I the want spring
1: ball now.
0: Absolutely. We do have a handful of guys that are going to be in in spring ball. So obviously Trey Thomas, Jackson McCallum, Cam Stevens, the transfers are going to be here for spring ball in January. Also joining is Malachi Rilton Stewart. As Martin said, he's here in the U.S. He's obviously going to be here in January. And then last but certainly not least, Jackson Eck will also be here for spring ball. So we will get a couple of these guys into spring ball. Might get a couple others uh, showing up. Um, but one thing I did want to just quickly call out is, so again, it's just just the three transfers in from the portal, but the Vandals are expected to add additional signees later in the spring, emphasized on the transfer portal kind of once we get closer to graduation, a little, the, the, sort of that second window of of transfers and, and signings. Martin, anything else that we missed covering today? We are at an hour and almost 15 minutes. We probably need to get the hell out of Dodge. Any last thoughts? Look,
1: well, i um... This gets me excited for spring ball already. Um, it's it's very nice to watch this highlight tape. It is a great second year class to have out of, uh have after the first year, the full, full year of the Eck era, if you will, at Idaho. It's goes to show like just the connections and relationships they've made in a year, like how much a difference a year can make. Like having 12 guys from Idaho, 12 guys from Washington. And if, I will be honest if it, if Eck announced a class and it was just twenty four guys and it just was the twelve from Idaho and the twelve from Washington, I would be excited with just that. It's amazing just to see the local talent that I that the coaching staff has gotten for Idaho, and I am mm-hmm. excited for this season already.
0: i um, uh, you know special shout out to uh, Tracy and Thomas Ford. Uh, that connection obviously helps Tracy having been a Vandal, Thomas being a current Vandal coach. The FSP program over there on the uh, the west side of Washington, obviously getting some new recruits in here. Martin, yeah. I, I'm just I'm thrilled to see that the the class is focused mostly on the Pacific Northwest. Uh, mostly again, kids just from this area of the country. Just nice to nice to have the local kids involved or the quote-unquote locals. Like it was said in the comment section, it's nice to have a second program in Idaho that can win some games so kids don't feel like they've got Boise State or they've got to get the hell out of here if they want to to have some successful football. They've got the University of Idaho now. Things are moving correctly. It's time to own this area in recruiting. It's time to turn the Vandals into the big bullies of the big sky and push around those schools in Montana, hopefully starting next year when they do get a chance to see Montana State. I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll talk about that when we get there. But the goal here is to be that Montana State. Montana State obviously getting deep into the playoffs two years in a row. Hopefully two years from now we're going to be talking about Idaho starting a North Dakota like North Dakota State like stretch of just being the dominant team,
1: hopefully oh, yeah. owning FCS football.
0: Hopefully this next year feels... we're not
1: just we're not just doing resigning day. We're doing other fun episodes too. Exactly. Fingers crossed
0: that we're still talking playoffs this year, this point next year, guys. Thank you for being with us. Again, shout out to Nick Davis. Shout out to Hughes River Expeditions. Thank you both so much. Guys, this is going to be a bit of a break for us. We're going to go on our Christmas break. This is the last you're going to hear from Martin Dallas and definitely Brian, because Brian wasn't even here today. Uh, Last you're going to hear from us for a little bit. We are going to take our Christmas break. We're going to come back shortly after Christmas. We haven't decided on the time yet. We're going to come back in Recap the non-conference schedule for basketball. I'm sure you're all dying to hear about the men's team, Uh, the women's team, much more interesting to me at this point. Uh, Martin, go Vandals.
1: Go go Vandals. This is producer Brian doing a terrible job of even finding what we're going to play us out with. So I'm just going... We're just going to call it good. See you guys Tuesday.